Hello, hello, hello. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? I hope that everyone's hanging in there. Um, we're in California, so we're finally re- reopening our salons, and I hope that you guys are having success with reopening your guys's. Um, today, since this is our real, you know, our technically our first podcast ever, we decided that we wanted to talk about something that we have been noticing a lot of other lash techs or even just other people in the industry, something that they've been um, expressing to us that they've been struggling with. Um, Hakeem and I both have um, several years under our belt in the beauty industry, so we've definitely overcome some things um, regarding this topic. And that topic has to do with overcoming like negativity and self-doubt. Um, and, the, and doubt from others. Right. There's always going to be doubt from others. So pretty much, I guess, overcoming negativity in general, not just from within, but there definitely is going to be self-doubt. There's going to be doubt coming from others. There's just going to be negativity in general. And I think a lot of people struggle with knowing how to keep pushing to not give up. So we wanted to pretty much just talk to you guys about our journey with that and how we've both overcame a lot of different obstacles and negativity over the years in the industry. Um, Obviously, there's negativity and stuff outside of work as well, Uh, personal life, of course, but today we're just focusing on um, this topic within our professional life. So yeah, so Hakeem, do you want to start? Sure. The thing I want to start with is just believing in yourself, I guess, and not giving up on yourself. Because I know when I first started going to barber school, like, it was tough. I had I had just lost my my first real job as a an adult. I thought I used to work at a warehouse, and after I got after I got fired, I was just I wanted to I wanted to find something that I love to do and I enjoy doing day in day out. So I decided to go to barber school, but I had no money. <clears throat> my mom would literally give me. $15 a day to get to school. I used to go to school in the Valley. So that alone was its own little mission to get up in the mornings, drive out an hour just to go to school, to want to do this dream, go with no money. Hopefully I cut someone's hair, make a little tip money to get myself a lunch and still just stay focused and practice at home and not give up on myself. It felt like it was just getting real old and overwhelming. Sometimes you do I'd wake up at 5.30 in the morning, try to get up and push myself. To, even on days where I'd be so tired where I would just be like, dang, like, I should just go back to bed. I, I could get my friend to sign me in or do something you know, something else to... Yeah, I think we all did that in beauty school. <laughs> Thought that. But you got to just you gotta just remember why you're doing it, for, what you're doing it for, you know? Like, you don't... Remember, they, they always say, like, if you if you choose a career that you love to do, you will never work another day in your life. And that is true. Like, if you really do love what you're doing, like, it's not going to seem like work. So if you if you just stick with it, like I said, it's not always going to be easy. I remember, like I said, it'd be just feeling feeling just nothing but self-doubt. Like, dang, like, sometimes, sometimes I wouldn't make no money. I'd have to, like, be starving all day at school. And it, it would get tough. Or, or or the other barbers in there would clown on me because my haircut wouldn't come out as good as theirs did. And I would just think, why are these guys advancing so fast? And I'm not. What am I doing wrong? What are they doing that's different than I'm doing? Like, 
I think that we all feel that like that sometimes. Like we all get, we get to that point where uh, we're trying really hard and we see other people who don't even seem like they're trying as hard or they don't even care as much as we do. Like we have this fiery passion inside and we're so excited to do this, but then somebody else just seems like it's real nonchalant and yet they're doing better and it's really frustrating. And they're just picking it up like nothing. Like, right. But then sometimes I, I feel like, I don't know if you notice this, but um, sometimes I think that the amount of, stress you put on yourself to do well like you're focusing so much on doing good that 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 kind of yeah that you can't get that you're almost like holding yourself back yeah whereas the people who aren't stressed as much about it they're kind of just going with it and making the mistakes um they're the ones that are learning because they're making the mistakes but when you're over analyzing every single step a lot of times um that's a big part of it like self-belief like believing in yourself yeah because you as long as you're telling yourself i'm gonna give you the the best service and you start telling if you tell yourself enough that enough like it, it'll come true like you're gonna you're gonna keep on working no one no one's great out the gate right so if you just keep on believing in yourself and not and not scaring yourself off yeah of course at the beginning you're gonna you're not gonna do the best at, at anything you do you know right. but it comes with practice like after a while it'll it's just like a nature to you no one's the best at everything and i think that's something that a lot of us, um, especially in the lash industry, I mean, I'm sure um, as barbers as well, but I mean specifically because I've um, gone through it. Um, in the lash industry, sometimes we feel like I've been doing lashes for a year. Why is so-and-so only been doing it for two months and her sets look so much better than mine? And coming from myself with now I have a little bit of experience in educating um, and I get a lot of, because I have this experience as a trainer, um, it's really funny because people may be intimidated to come to me because my prices are higher than most uh, locally. But once they go to somebody who's a lot cheaper than I am, um, and either they're not, the lashes are not comfortable or the experience during the service wasn't, you know, pretty lackluster, or sometimes even the lashes just don't last very long or they get irritated. Like there's just a million things that would cause them to feel like they didn't get their money's worth. Then they'll come to me. Like, it's really kind of funny how that works. Like they're not willing to invest in themselves for me initially because they see pictures of other people's work who look so much better, but then they go to those people and then they end up coming back to me in the end. It almost always happens. And so I think something that I've learned, like I said, from my point of view is that, um, sometimes the photos look really good, but that does not mean that the work is that great and so we're over here comparing ourselves when in reality and we're stressed out now and we're doubting ourselves and we're putting ourselves down and that energy that we're giving off is not only showing in our work but it's also transferring to our clients who then don't want to return to us so not only are you not getting a lot of experience because you're not getting that many people in because you're self-doubting now when the people the few people that do take a chance on you are getting a a bad experience because your energy is whack. Yeah, they, can, they can feel you. Exactly. Can feel you feeling negative. And now yourself. they're not going to come back. So not only did was it hard to even get them through the door, but now you're not retaining them as a client. So now I think that something something I learned. I don't remember who said it was um that like success, the road to success um is kind of like two cups. If you have two cups and there's two different people, right? Two different people how each have the same cup, the same size cup, and in order to become great. You need to fill those cups. But the problem is there's one person who um, is maybe nervous and over analytical of their work and maybe is constantly thinking like, oh, when I'm ready, I'll take that training. When I'm ready, I'll start doing volume. When I'm ready, I'll start practicing my pinching method of fans. I'm going to stick to what I know and I don't want to try new things because I don't want to um, fail. And so that person's cup 
is slowly filling, but not that quickly because they're waiting for the right moment, you know, the right perfect time where they're perfectly ready and educated. And then the other person is just going balls out and they're like, fuck it. I don't care if I mess up. I don't care if I glue this broad's lashes together. I mean, again, I think that there's like some area in between those. Yeah. I don't think that you should just do things unqualified, but the reality is those people, I was that girl. I was the first girl. I was the one that was scared. Remember I waited a whole year to even attempt volume on a real person because I had such anxiety about like self self doubt. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Okay. I've done the research. Yeah. Okay. I've, you know, I've taught myself and I think I'm pretty good, but I don't feel confident enough to charge somebody for that or to just to do it in general. So then there was these other people that I went to school with, you know, they learned just the same time as me. They had the same training as I did, but yet they were just not giving a shit and they were just trying it on people. Yeah. Maybe they, you know, they jacked up a few girls, but at the end of the day, they learned so much faster than I, because remember those two cups, mine was slowly filling up while theirs was filling up so fast. And you know what they're filling up with? They're not filling up with success. They're filling up with failures. Like every failure. But, but you learn that from failures. Exactly. Yeah. You're never going to learn if you're only successful. Exactly. The smartest people, the richest people, the most successful people failed yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot of times. Hell yeah. So I think that like for sure with that's some of what you were dealing with, like watching those other people. But what they were focused on was just getting those cuts in. They were getting them in whether it was at home or whatever it was and they didn't care. Yeah, they probably messed a lot more people up than I did. Those girls who learned faster than I did, I would almost guarantee that they have more people who they messed up than I did. But that's how they grew faster. And so yeah, you I mean, can't you can't be scared of the process. You got you gotta just get in there sometimes. You can't you can't be scared to do it. Yeah. The only way to do it is, is to, to do, do it. it. Exactly. <laughs> I know it sounds so dumb. A lot of the things that I've learned are a lot of common sense, for sure. It just becomes like I said, like a routine. Once you once you get in there and you start doing it, you don't even notice that you don't even notice what you're doing. Sometimes right. you're just moving so fast and muscle memory. Yeah, exactly. Everything's going down mm-hmm. and you're just like, whoa. And you look back and you're like, dang, like a couple of years ago, I wasn't. There's no way I would I wouldn't even attempted to do that. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh, what is that? It's, it could even be like a new style, new something different. And you're just like, okay, let me see a picture. Okay, yeah, I think. I got that. I, I can do right. that. Yeah. It's, and maybe it's not the best, but every time you do it from it, there on it, out, it's gonna be better and better. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that self-doubt is a huge one. I think that um, a lot of people deal with that no matter what industry. Um, but there's other kind of there's other type of negativity that comes oh, yeah, from elsewhere. Sure. Yeah. Like for sure, for me, something that I definitely have dealt with um, is negativity and doubt that comes from like my like immediate community. Yes, of like having, um, for example, not really my friends. I didn't really experience it too much from my friends. A couple of my friends kind of laughed at me like, what? You're going to do lashes? Like, like that's a side job. Like, that's a side hustle. That's not a real career. I had a couple friends like that. Um, but for the most part, it was honestly from my family. Like, I had relatives who legit were just like, why are you going to leave your job to do that? You have a, such a good job. You have a, a job. You have a government job with benefits and a retirement and this, that, and the other, you know, and stability. And that was the main thing. And my family, the main thing was stability. Um, the fact, like, you maybe it wasn't a lot of money, but you know at the end of the month you're going to have $3,000 a month. And so for them, that was enough. And for me, I just knew it wasn't. Like, it wasn't even the money. I just, I wasn't fulfilled by that job. Happy. Yeah, exactly. For sure. I was miserable. So, um, I definitely experienced a lot of negativity and doubt from my family who, I don't think it was m- meant to be negative. I don't, I, or at least I like to believe that it's not so much that they wanted me to fail or anything.
anything like that. It's more that from their own personal experiences, they didn't want me to flop and they didn't want me to end up investing all this time and all this money and all this energy and my youth um, doing something like a pipe dream, pretty yeah. much. You know, they wanted everyone in my family either works a government job or wants a government job. Yeah, it's hard to see, it's, it's hard to see the end of the tunnel when you're not in there. You know, you're not sure. actually doing this. And so. the only experiences that you have seen maybe with business owners and entrepreneurship is failure. You see the local mom and pop barbershop or the local mom and pop taco stand failing after six, seven years. And they were hurting for the, all that time. I get it. And I think um, I think that at a certain point, you know, it would hurt my feelings because um, I had just graduated community college and I was pregnant. So um, we were having our youngest daughter and a lot of my family was just like, girl, you know, go finish college, you know, go, go get a promotion at work. You know, someday, you know, you can make a, maybe a hundred thousand dollars if you're lucky. And, and it's true. Like that sounded, um, that sounded like something that was real. It was tangible. It was something that I could do. And I knew, and there was a clear path on for me for how to do it. So it was hard. It was hard for me to just like not listen to the them and to just kind of push past and past it and say, no, I want to, maybe I'm not going to be a millionaire, but I definitely want to be in control of my life and be happy. Be happy that yeah, was really all sure, it was yeah. for me. So I think that had it been about the money, I would have listened to them. If it was about money, if it was just about financial gain, I would have been like, you're right. It's too risky. But the reality was I wasn't risking anything, leaving misery behind. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. honestly, not making that much money in retrospect. Now that I look back, I can really see that. Um, that was yeah. dirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how people make a li- how do people live off of that much money, but, um, when it's all, you know, you make it work, you know? So I definitely think that it's, how do I say, I, I don't know about everyone else listening to this, but I know that the people in my immediate circle, like I said, like my family and my immediate friends who, um, doubted me, um, I don't like to think that they were being malicious. Um, I don't, no, they, no. Just, they just don't know. They're, exactly. It's just like... It, it makes me feel better to think that, you know what? They didn't mean anything by it. They just are, care about me. It's different, yeah. It's just, yeah, they just care about me. It's different to them than what they're used to mm-hmm. and what they think is the right path. And what we've been conditioned to believe. Exactly. And I'm not trying to be a cynic or a skeptic, but the reality is um, the big guys, you know, the big government, rich guys and all those people, they don't want us to, to be in control of ourselves. They want to be in control of us. They want us to be their consumers and that's it. Yeah, they want to give us the way they want to tell us how much we're worth exactly they want us to ask them for days off they want us to be signed into a contract they want us to be reliant upon them for our 401ks and matching our retirement and all that stuff so the reality is they're not going to teach you these things in college they don't want you to know they want you to think that oh go become a policeman put your life on the risk for our safety go be a teacher and mold the youth you know the future like that's what they want you to believe that that's the only way to make a difference in people's lives and i know now that my impact is so direct and so like it's just so strong that I can have the same or similar impact that a teacher like a child you know a a school uh, age teacher can so it's never too late to make an impact on people's lives so now that I've looked back and I and like when I can actually think about those times where people were doubting me and putting negativity um in my mind um I think the way that I pushed through it was having the mindset that I wasn't doing it for money. I think that's really truly what it was. Had it been for money, I don't think I would have continued. I think that um I just knew I wanted something else for my mental health. I wanted to feel happy. You want to be happy freedom with the girls, have more time with your family. And... Yeah. And I knew that going back to the DMV meant 
that uh, when my daughter was born, yeah, I could have, I was going to have a little bit of time off, you know, who I have some paid time off 70% of my pay through EDD, but then I would have to go back and I'd be there full time and I'd miss out. And my baby was going to have to go to full time daycare. And because of how much I was making, I wasn't going to be able to afford the type of childcare that I wanted for her. So that, I guess for me, it was the end goal. Yeah. It was just saying like, it was me just knowing like what I wanted was um, everything for me and it had nothing to do with them or, you know, and I was going to make it work no matter what. Yeah, I know. I know that I, be, I believe in you. I told you to be, um, go to assistant school and stuff, but I know that even I started having doubt once once you started going, like, I remember thinking, like, no, I'm not going to cancel my haircuts or I'm not going to do this. For, oh, yeah, we make, struggled with that. To make to make room for for you to, to get some clients in or whatever. Make 40 bucks, 50 yeah. bucks, yeah. Like, I wasn't about to move my schedule. And it's, it's hard, you know what I mean? Like, because when you're used to a certain thing, you're just like, dang, like... That's the thing that people don't realize about success is to get to success, yes, you make sacrifices, but not just you. Everyone does. Everyone right? makes a sacrifice. Your kids make a sacrifice because in the beginning when I was doing lashes for free on the couch, like, guess who was sacrificing? My older, my daughter, you know? Like, she had to just sit there and if she was doing homework, I couldn't help her for that period of time and it was taking me four hours to do a full set. So I think that... It's hard to. It's it's hard when not, when not everyone understands the dream and not everyone right. sees what you're seeing. So, they're just like, that's that's not the right way. That's not the way you have to do it. Like, right, do, do it this way. Do it my way. Do On it my this time. Yeah, my time. Yeah, exactly. What's convenient for me, and that's definitely how you were. You yeah, definitely for were. sure. Yeah, I said I. I, I it was, was frustrating, yeah, man. It, it was. It so was, anyone out there who's dealing with like maybe a spouse or a parent or a friend or a roommate who's not supportive and it feels like they just want you to fail or they just don't believe in you that's how it can feel when you're in those moments but I think that a lot of this has to do with changing your perspective and I know I talk about this a lot I mean on my Instagram on the YouTube channel I'm always talking about how you need to change your perspective but like and it may feel like annoying but the truth that's that's what it is if you can change your perspective and just step outside of yourself for a moment and look at why why this person may be saying these things or feeling this way, um, you can really change the way you react. And that's what's important in life. Like you can't change your feelings, but you can change the way you react. And I think in the moment I was so frustrated with you. Like I was so angry. I was telling you like, you don't want me to work in the morning because you want me to be up with the baby and take our daughter, their older daughter to school. But you don't want me to work at night because you're tired from work and you don't want to be 100% responsible for four hours for the girls. And then it was like the weekends were hard because that was your only day off uh, was Sundays and Saturdays. I mean, we didn't have anyone to watch the kids. So it was hard. Like when was I supposed to work? And then I had the baby all day. Day. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about ways. I wanted I wanted to have my cake and eat it too. I wanted you to make more money, but I wanted you to make more money on when the baby was yeah. asleep. Like <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, and pretty much. Don't 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 ask me to change my lifestyle for you to when you're making, paying yeah, the bills. Yeah, when I was paying the bills and I was getting yeah. everything done. It's it's hard. It's definitely. It's, and you would always even tell me, some don't be in a rush. Someday you will make more money. Don't worry. And yeah. I would just be like frustrated because my thing was this is the main issue that we had was that he's a barber. He does get some appointments, but he's not an appointment only based service like I was. So when I knew for a fact someone wanted to come pay me, you know, eighty bucks to do their full set. Um, but it was my busy. It was my busy walking day. I'd be like, yeah. nah, I don't, I don't know. What if I get appointments? What yeah. if people walk in? And my thing was like, but this is a guaranteed like. Who cares about your what if? I maybe I, it's not a thousand dollars, but it's almost a hundred dollars for sure. Yeah. You might get two haircuts, which is fifty dollars without the tip. So it's like I was so frustrated. I was trying to explain it to him, but he didn't see it my way because there's an off chance that he was gonna be slammed those four hours and he'd make double what I was gonna make. 
And again, like he paid the bill. So in his mindset was like, yeah, maybe you might get a hundred or he's like, yeah, cool. You could get a hundred, but I could get 200 and that 200 is going to go to our cell phone bill or our, the food's on the table, yeah. not to just replenish your, your products. Like I was doing with my money. I was just putting it right back in. So like, I understood where he was coming from, but in the moment when your feelings are high and everything and your hopes are high and it feels like they're being crushed, it can be really defeating and disheartening to the point where you want to give up. And I get that. I'm telling you, I would, we, I'd cry. I think there's a couple times we even brought out the D word. We talked about like divorce. Cause I was like, if you're not going to be supportive, like I can't do this. At least if we're separated, I can have a week off every other week. You know, I know it sounds so dramatic, but that was a reality. I knew there was something in this. I knew it made me happy. I knew I wanted to get good. And so I, I was like, fuck it. If that means that we have to separate and you get the girls one week and I get the girls one week. Well, at least that one week I'll work and the other week I won't. I mean, that's not ideal, of course, but that was a literal thought in my mind. It was just, it was just being stuck in your ways. I get, like I said, right. like, I, I didn't want to change. I, uh, I wanted you to change without me having to change at all. Like, right. And at the end of the day, like, that's not the way, like, Anything works in life. You know Everyone I mean? has to sacrifice Everyone has for to the get, ultimate exactly, goal. Exactly. Yeah. Especially like if we're, we're, we're a team and we're trying to build together and we're trying to get better together. It can't be like, you have to figure it out. But and... the reality is there was no way I was going to be able to teach, convince you of that. Like there was nothing no, I could have no. said. I threatened divorce. I threatened leaving. I cried in your face and it didn't work. So I think what I'm trying to relay is that like... This is part of the process. Like, it's the growing pains. And I think that that's something that I've learned for sure as I've leveled up over the years. Like, with every, with growth comes pain. And it's it's unavoidable. Like, there is no way you can get to the next level in life without pain. That's why they're called growing pains. Because in order to grow, there's some pain. You're going to lose some people. You're going to sacrifice. You're going to cry. You're going to lose sleep. You're going to stress out. Because your body and your brain is not used to working at that level, at that capacity. So, in order to get there it's like lifting weights like in order to become stronger it hurts you have to you know i don't know what happens to the muscles but you have to get there and you have to push yourself and you know you're gonna want to give up you're gonna want to quit but you're not going to because you know that i want to be this strong i want to be capable of doing all these hard things and so i think that that's what drives you exactly like that's why it's so important to not be concerned with the money like every aspect of doing what we do can't be about the money because when it's about the money you'll give up when you're arguing with your husband and he's telling you, no, I don't want you to do it this hour, that hour, this hour, figure it out. You're not going to because you'd be like, the money's not going to come then. So yeah. forget it. And I think that that's why so many people end up in these schools thinking that they're going to be this, you know, successful esthetician, successful lash artist or whatever. But then they end up not even using their license because. Because yeah, you don't make money. And most and most of these kind of professions, you don't make money the first couple months. Yeah. The, some people not even the first year or two. Yeah. You know I mean, like they're they're just over here just trying to get people in their chair, trying to get people to give them a chance, trying to build. The- and see, and I think that can kind of that leads us to the next form of like negativity that you can receive. Sometimes it's those people, those people who are sour, like they're begging for clients, they're hurting and they're like, hey, I, I, I think when it comes from money and it comes from a bad place, it's very easy to to get to that place where, where you're just like frustrated and you feel like giving up. And uh, I've seen it. I don't, I'm sure you've seen people who are real competitive in the industry. And to me, that that tells me that they're in it for the money. Or the popularity or something like the along yeah. those lines. Not not true, genuine reasons where you actually care and you're passionate. Because people who are genuinely passionate and um, actually care about what they're doing and the people they're doing it for, they're not going to be competitive like that. They're not going to be haters. And that's a huge form of negativity that you will encounter in any industry. Any but industry, yeah, any, but yeah. especially, I feel like, an industry that has to do with aesthetics. 
when it has to do with your looks, I mean, oh, I yeah. just feel like those people are going to tend to be sometimes more shallow. Yeah, assholes. Honestly, men and women are going to yeah, be assholes. Sure, yeah. Like, I'm sure in the barber world, there's some people who you know are just frauds and they're just about making as much money as they can as quickly as they can. And you can tell. A lot of times the clients can tell too. And that's why those people don't well, end yeah, up sticking around. Yeah, they don't have like Maybe a they'll last a good, have a good run, you know, five up to maybe 10 years. But throughout that time, like, how successful are you if you're miserable? And how happy, I was going to say that, how happy are you really if that's all you're, if that's all it's about? Exactly. You're really not happy. You're, not you're happy just frustrated with why you can't make even more money. And those are usually the people that end up opening these huge salon, fancy salons that they're just worried about their image. It's all about their image, you know? Obviously, you should take pride in whatever business you own. But the people who are opening one, two, three, four salons in your area... Um, the reality is that's a lot of headache for not a ton of money. So, yeah, for sure. so I think that those people who are in a hurry to like open more salons or just to, you know, have these cool pics on IG, like that they filter and edit and stuff. A lot of times those are the people that the ones who are more concerned, I should say, with their image than they are the actual haircuts. That tells you something like they're not trying to perfect their craft because they're not concerned with it. Yeah, they're not, they're not trying to be the best that they can be. They're no. just... They're concerned with the income, not the outcome. And I think that that's what separates myself, like you, is that we're more concerned about the outcome. We care about how they're going to feel, how they're going to look, you know, how how it's going to wear and how our relationship ends up. You know, we want to have a good relationship with these people. We want them to be happy. When you're more concerned with the outcome rather than the income you receive, I think that that's... It just, it just comes for you exactly. after that. like Yeah, know. it turns into like good energy and vibes exactly. and like that karma, that good karma that you get because people feel it. People know when you're just uh, treating them like a dollar. They know when you're not um, being genuine. And I think that for me, um, I, I've definitely dealt with that. I've definitely had other lash techs, other estheticians. I mean, I've had other people who are even, you know, educators in the industry that uh, put out a lot of negativity. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I've never been negative. That's not what I'm saying. Hakeem oh, yeah, and I, sure, yeah. Yeah, we're, <laughs> obviously we're, yeah, we, we've both been negative. And I, we've, yeah. we've fought about it and we've, you know, we've, we've duped it out. So I'm not going to say that I've never been negative or that I've never said a negative thing about him or anyone else. But it's, it's just to not stay in that mindset. Exactly. Being, like, I'm human negative. and I'm honest. Like I, I may not be, per- I'm not perfect, but I'm honest and I'm open and I'm willing to like be transparent and be vulnerable because at the end of the day, like I'm just human, just like anyone else. You know, a lot of people, I get, you know, DMs every day telling me, Ashley, you're so inspirational. I don't know you, but I just want to tell you that I look up to you. You motivate me, all these things. And they're wonderful things to hear. But I get this feeling in my mind, too, that, like, they don't know who I really am. Like, yeah, this can't they, be real. They're just, they're just um, saying what they think. I want to hear, yeah, exactly. stroking my ego or whatever it might be. I don't really know. Maybe they want a shout out. I don't I don't I don't freaking know. But I honestly sometimes I think like, oh, that's really nice of you. Like, you're such a you're so sweet. You're such a nice person, you know. But um, I think that I, I, I still self-doubt because of the negativity that I see going on, the negativity that's like aimed at me. You know, there's people that I've known since the very beginning of my beauty journey. And I felt like we were really cool. We were super active with each other on social media. And then at whatever point I start to recognize that. That they're, pull, they're pulling back. Yeah, like there's no engagement anymore. And I'm constantly like doing the what I normally would and, you know, engaging with you and commenting on their posts and um, reacting to their stories. Like any of their content that they put out, I'm uplifting and I'm supportive just as I've always been. Yeah. But yeah. But, then but the, the feelings aren't getting it. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden I'm getting ghosted and it makes me feel insecure. I start self-doubting myself. Like, what did I do? Was I mean to her? Did I say something wrong? Does she not agree with my business practices? Do I suck? Like, am I a horrible lad? 
lash artist? Is that why she doesn't want to comment on my pictures anymore? Was she being fake before? Like, I start getting in my head and yeah. I get all these feelings that, in reality, this person probably isn't thinking about me that much. Yeah. Maybe maybe they're not a huge fan of me anymore for whatever reason. Or maybe they're just so busy with their own life, they're not even thinking about me. That's totally possible. But I'm over here. Thinking, yeah, thinking the worst off the game. Or maybe I did someone that used to be their client and now they feel some type of way about that, but it's nothing else. You know, there's like just a million. Maybe they're going through something in their own life. Exactly. Maybe they're going through a divorce or depression. They have anxiety like I do. Like, there's just so many things that it could be. And and yes, there is a chance, you know, that it is because they're jealous, because they're a hater, because they don't like to see you glow up. There is a chance. But think but, but you can't be in that mindset exactly. thinking everyone's hating on you all. Because I guarantee you, not everybody's hating yeah, on you. Exactly. I no, get yeah. messages, people asking me if I'm obsessed with them and they hear that I'm talking about them and blah blah blah. But I never thought yeah. about those people. Like, maybe they've come up in conversation once or twice, but I'm not actually thinking about these people. Yeah. When I make my videos, when we're doing our podcast, when we're talking about our plans and making these posts, I guarantee you I'm not talking about you. You might think I am, but I'm probably talking about a group of people that are making the same, same mistakes same, that you same are. Choices, yeah. Not exactly that I'm talking about you. And just like, that's why I, ha- if I know that about myself, then I have to reciprocate that and understand that sometimes... I might be craving a validation from a person who just isn't worried about me. Yeah, for sure. And that's okay. There's going to be people that I'm not worried about. There's going to be people that are not even on my spectrum of, like, thinking about. Yeah, we're human. We're not We're not perfect at all, at all times. Exactly. So. But the point is to just try to stay positive and not carry on those kind of bad, that kind of bad energy. In. Whether it's from your own self or from your yeah, spouse we are, we are, or, or from, from your from, family. Or from wherever it's coming in. Just, exactly. There's always going to be negativity exactly, and doubt. Yeah. Just try to. I mean, it's it sounds easier than it's than no, it's, than it's done sometimes. It's yeah, it's not easy, you know. But if you ever need help and you need, you know, you need advice or you need, um, just honestly, you just want someone to tell you like that everything's gonna work out. You can always reach out to either one of us. You know, I'm on the main account, Beautylicious Ashley, or you can always, um, DM Hakeem, Hakeemlicious. I mean, either one of us. Our our DMs are always open. I'm not gonna say we get back to them super quick. Yeah. But we do try and we definitely will get, you know, we'll definitely be there for you. You can text us. Our phone numbers are on our page. You can send an email. I mean, there's so many ways you can call us, you know, if you needed to. And if, if we're available, we will answer. And if you're you just want to talk to someone who 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 has been there like we have in every level. Yeah, who has gone through it, who who just thinks that there's that this might be the it, the, the end. Like. Right. If that's what you're, how you're feeling, just know, like, we've been there. Any way you can imagine. These are just some of the main ones, but there's other a million other forms of doubt that we have experienced or, or negativity that we've experienced and we've had to overcome. So anytime you feel like, you know, just giving up, first of all, don't. Yeah, know that you're not, <laughs> that you're not alone. Think of it as this is a hill that I'm walking up and now it's going to be smooth sailing for a little while, but then another one will come. There's always going to be uphill battles. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's never ending. It's never going to be just... It's not linear. Like, okay, I'm doing all the right things, so now it's just going to be up, up, up for me. It's not. If it is, the higher you go, the harder you're going to fall when you do. So just be remember that. The, the falls get harder. The stomach aches get stronger. The anxiety heightens. The, self, the self-doubt gets worse. Like, I wish I could tell you it gets better, but it really doesn't. You just have to remember the end goal and why you're doing this and... You know, I feel like stay on course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't give up. If you have a bad week, that's OK. Then have a, then kick ass the next two to make up for it. Like, don't just, you know, give up because you don't you don't see the end. Picture. Sometimes sometimes you're closer than they than you even realize. True. Like you might just be a micro movement away from you're just at the brink of greatness. Yeah. You just can't see over the hill yet. And you got that's why you guys keep on going. Yep. 
And like I said, anytime you guys, you know, need that extra motivation, feel free to reach out to us. We're yeah. both we're all we're both here for you guys. Yeah, we'll be here because we care about you. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I hope you guys got a lot of valuable information. We'll be we'll be talking to you guys again soon. Yeah. All right. See you later.